Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Adversity is necessary. Let's put it that way. Many of us don't want to deal with that. But here's the thing. None of us are exempt from it. We're going to face it. But the cool thing about adversity is the fact that, you know what? It helps build our character. It helps us to grow. And if we look at adversity from that perspective, when I'm facing something, one of the first things I say is, what am I to learn from this? What's the lesson in this for me? Right? Because there's a lesson there. And now I got to figure out what that is. You know, interesting, um, you know, I mentioned the ninth grade. I was that athlete that was on the top of my game. Um, man, I was quarterback of the football team, star of the basketball team, most outstanding offensive player on the, on the football team, co-captain, had broken a school record in basketball. And I got injured. And what was interesting is this injury was such a dramatic blow that I felt like all my dreams and aspirations had been wiped away. I got injured in basketball, but I also participated in track. I did the high jump. The doctor said, you cannot do the high jump because if you break and dislocate your, you break your thumb again and it's not healed, you're gonna lose it. But I was so determined. And my mother, she looks at me, she says, son, do you know what faith is? And she says, you know, if you believe believe that you can and you have faith, you can do anything. But she hit me, I like to call it the whammy, right? She hit me with the whammy. And the whammy was, this is your test. The situation that you're in right now, just like situations in life, are gonna be just like taking that test. You've been preparing and preparing but now the test is in front of you. It seems hard, just like most tests that we take. And it's gonna be hard, but you've been preparing for it. We gotta look at those adversities as, these are tests yes. that we've already been preparing for. I had to pass that test. And that test was, I had to believe in my ability that I could, but I also had to have my faith to believe that I can overcome the odds. Welcome to Universal Grace. I am your host, Nadine Grace. Universal Grace is a dose of personal development and spiritual truth to help you become the best and greatest version of yourself. I share real talks with global game changers, thought leaders, and high-performance experts in this raw and unfiltered transformational podcast. I know that we're all capable of becoming the very best version of ourselves. We just need to remember who we are and believe that we are worthy and deserving of an extraordinary life. I am here to awaken you to your infinite potential and inspire you to unlock 
your inner greatness and live your best life. You ready? Let's get started. Welcome back to Universal Grace. I am your host, Nadine Grace. In today's episode, we had the pleasure of chatting with Eddie L. Johnson. He is a breakthrough expert, speaker, author, and servant leader who brings joy and life to situations. He's an encourager with an upbeat attitude towards others. Eddie has a unique ability to find the best in everyone. Eddie is the founder and CEO of E4 Inspiring Motivations, a personal and professional development company that specializes in helping business professionals discover purpose, which leads to meaningful and continued success. E4 Inspiring Motivations also train business professionals to successfully break through adversity so they can adjust and remain productive in their personal and professional lives. Eddie is the author of the book, Passing the Test of Faith, and is a firm believer that we're, we're all blessed in various ways to be a blessing to others. And Eddie was a blessing to Universal Grace. I had an amazing time chatting with him. He's a man of wisdom. He's kind. He's very positive, And he's on a mission to help as many people as possible to walk into purpose. I really hope that you will enjoy this episode as much as I did. So let's jump right in. Our guest today, his name is Eddie L. Johnson. Eddie, how are you? I am fantastic, Nadine. How are you today? I am doing absolutely wonderful. (laughs) Love it, love it, love it. Yes, it's an honor to have you. Um, as I, I, we spoke before that, I did your bio. You have an, an amazing bio. I did that prior to um, coming on this recording. And um, I know that you have, you're the CEO of your company and you're into personal development, which is my, oh my gosh, that, that just that, that's my area, my background. I'm all about finding your purpose. I'm all about walking in purpose and discovering self and knowing that you're here for something bigger than what you were told, bigger than what the eyes meet. So I want you to go into your story. Like what led you to personal development? What led you to this amazing company that you now run? Yeah, great question. So actually it's personal development as well as professional development. Yes. But um, what basically led me here? I have a lot of stories, right, um, that really got me to this place. But I think the thing that really kind of pushed me over the edge into this this, uh, arena that I'm in currently right now is um, almost five years ago, I was working for this super amazing company. Um, It was in the month of April, five years ago, almost coming up, that I was about to celebrate my 20-year anniversary. And in that same month, um, I get a call into the office and I'm told that, hey, Eddie, um, the company is going to a different direction. So instantly, I'm trying to figure out what's next, where I'm going to go now and everything. Long short is, as I was leaving the office with mixed emotions, because this is a great company I work for, great people to work with and everything. Um, trying to figure out what was going to be next. All kinds of things are going through my head. But as I'm leaving the office, there was a song that came on the radio. 
by an artist by the name of Yolanda Adams. Mm -hmm. And she sings this song that says, this battle is not yours. And Nadine, I'm gonna tell you, I just skipped a whole bunch of stuff, but this is like the real, real, real nitty gritty of this story is it literally hit me to the point that I had to pull over and contain my emotions, mm -hmm. right? I knew that in that moment that everything was gonna be okay. What was interesting about this whole experience of being, being downsized is several days afterwards, a friend of mine calls me up and says, hey, Eddie, me and several guys are about to go through this process of talking about legacy, men and legacy. And we're going to talk about purpose. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, man, I, I'm just not up for it right now. I just, you know, got a lot on my mind. And then something just said, Eddie, you know, you've invested into this amazing company. You've invested into all of these people. Now, Eddie, it's time for you to invest in yourself. Yes. And I took that approach to make that investment. And I got to tell you, that was the best investment I ever made. Yes. Was that one investment. But what it allowed me to do was really tap into who I was and what I was created to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So shortly after going through this process, um, I ended up writing a book. I wrote a book called Passing the Test of Faith. And, and the book is about how to face adversity um, with faith. And, and technically, what it's really about is a, it's a life testimonial, but it's also a self-help, um, inspirational book as well, right? So I was afraid to write this book. For eight years, it was kind of like embedded in me. But I was afraid to do it, I just feeling inadequate and everything. But I knew in that moment that it was time for me to do something different, yes. right? So after going through that process of writing this book and trying to still figure out what's next, what's next, what's next, something just said, Eddie, purpose has meant so much to you. Think about all the people who are missing out mm -hmm. because they're not tapped in, mm -hmm. right? And at that point, I just said, okay, I got to try to figure this piece out. So I just took some time and um, did some research and came up with my own program. And I'm so excited about being in a position um, to encourage, inspire, and motivate others to believe, break through adversity, and help them get to the next level in their life. Now, listen, I just told you my purpose statement, okay? So that's my own personal purpose statement, right? <laughs> that I just shared with you. I had to drop that in there. But yeah, that's a little bit of my story um, as to what got me here. But it's so many things that as I look back over my life, things that go all the way back to my ninth grade year in, in, in high school, in junior high school, back what we called it back then, right? That goes all the way back to that point that literally were stepping stones to mold me to be where I'm at today. Yes. Yes. I As you were speaking, I... Just getting chills because her stories are so similar. Right before we hopped on, we I was telling you about how I was um, led to my purpose from being from feeling unfulfilled at my job, mm -hmm. and like you, I was laid off as well. And um, it's, it's it's I like how you go into, you know, really explaining that you want people to tap in to that power within them that we all have like we all came here for a purpose we didn't come here to work a nine to five and and 
hate our jobs. We came here for something much bigger than that. And, right. you know, it took you getting laid off or for the company to move directions for you to, for you to step into your other self, for you to look beyond what you knew. So sometimes, like you said, adversity, you know, you, you wrote a book about adversity. Sometimes it takes adversity to move us from that season of us feeling being comfortable and living life based on our five senses rather than within, you know, rather than going within. Sometimes it takes us to go through adversity to get to meet the other side of us. That's right. That's right. right. That's right. Yes. I love that. Yes. 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 I get really passionate about that because like you, I was in the corporate world as well. And I was told, you know, in the Jamaican background, it's all about, I'm Jamaican and in the Jamaican background is all about, you know, classism moving to the next level and getting this degree and getting that and just you know how big is your house how much money you have in the bank it's all it's all about the external and so I was molded in that capacity and let me go get this master's let me go get this bachelor's let me go find this company that is reputable let me go you know climb the ladder but yet I was doing all of that but yet I hated going to work and sometimes when I tell my story, I look back and I'm like, you know what? Like you said, in high school, starting from ninth grade, you, you were looking at the stepping stones. You were looking at your, your life and your experiences and how it led you to where you're at now. And sometimes we have to go through those experiences in order for us to meet the other side of us. And that's what happened to you. Investing 20 years into a company that you said you loved, um, but God had more plans for you. Yes, yes, yes. And, yes. and if you, if that didn't happen, you probably would have been there until you retire at 70, 80 years old, never knowing your purpose. So You're absolutely correct. Yes. yes, yes. I get really passionate about like, I love <laughs> having this type of discussion because I have a niece right now who, you know, she doesn't want to go to college. And she may be listening to this podcast as well. Sometimes she does, sometimes she doesn't. She doesn't want to go to college. However, her mom wants her to. And that's the way we were molded, right? We were molded that if you don't, if you don't go to college and get a college degree, you're not good enough. We're, we're assessed based on our educational backgrounds and how much money we have in our banks because we're tying ourselves to that. So my question is, how do you, how did you, how did you prepare yourself to really walk into purpose? What are some of the things that you did to get you? Because it's all about mindset and it's all about awareness. How were you conditioned in your mind to, to walk in purpose on a, daily, on a daily basis? What are some of the things that you are doing to, to put you, to push you forward? Yeah, so it's interesting you mentioned about um, doing things the way that everybody tells us to do it, right? Um, what's interesting is, Many times we've all heard this story, you know, go to college, get a good job, work hard, buy a house, start a family, and you're going to reach what? Success. Yes. So all of us have reached this level of success in life. All of us have re reached success, some level of success. But what happens is many times as adults, we wake up one day and we'll say, man, this is what success is. This is what it feels like. And we're like, whoa. 
something is missing. Yes. And what's missing, and this is for your niece, okay? But what's missing is the fact that we're doing everything that everybody say that we should do. So we go pursuing that as, as opposed to pursuing those things that we were created to do. Yes. And pursuing those things that are unique to us and our strengths and our abilities, right? So we miss out on so much. So what really has helped me to be able to get to this place and be able to go, go forward and purpose is first realizing what am I good at doing? You know, what is it that I love to do? And, and not only that, what are my powers? What am I like to call them superpowers, yes, right? Yes, yes. So, so the, the way I look at it is, you know, we have this, um, these things that drive us, okay? Our passions, our motivations, our values. Many times we don't talk about values enough, okay? That's huge, right? But those things are the things that drive us. But then here's here comes these things that really give us that power. And those things are our strengths. What, what are we good at doing, right? But not only that, what is our gift? When I, now, when I say gift, I'm coming from a spiritual place, right? So I've always looked at strengths. If I know what my strengths are, I have a power. But if I know what my strengths are and I know what my gift is, I now have a superpower, right? So when we know what those things are, we become unstoppable in the things that we were created to do. Mm. We just got to be willing to move forward and take that chance, take that leap of faith, knowing that, you know what, this was put inside of me. I got to go do it. And it's time for me to go do it now. Mm, I love that. I love everything that you just said, you know, finding your superpower, finding, finding what makes us come alive, finding what we're good at, finding, you know, our gifts, because we all came here fully loaded. We all came here with gifts and talents that is unique to us. Yes. Nobody else has that. And sometimes when I look back at my life and, you know, before I evolved, still evolving, have a lot more to, you know, growing to do. But before I became aware of self, I would get mad at myself. I'm like, oh, I can't believe I spent all those years at my job wasting my time. But then I realized that nothing is a mistake. If I wasn't in that position, I probably still would be there. If I wasn't miserable and I didn't, if I didn't get laid off, I probably would still be in that position. And it is so important to like, I just, I love exactly what you said for humanity to recognize and realize that um, we can't do what people, what everyone else is telling us to do because they're not getting our calling. We yeah. all have a calling. We, they're not hearing the messages that we're hearing. They're not hearing the messages. I'm not hearing your messages. You're not hearing my messages. I'm, I don't know what drives you. You don't know what drives me. I don't hear the downloads that you're getting from the universe. I don't hear any of that. That is unique to you. So it's so important to walk in the path that is carved out for you, that you know is, is, is pulling at your heartstring. And there's not one human being in the world who came here as a mistake. If we're right. here, we all have something, we all have something to offer. Whatever it is, it's our job to find out what our gifts, what our values, what our talents are to do the work 
and and to really you know just ask ourselves the tough questions and i think that's where it comes through comes from through if we don't ask ourselves the right questions because you can ask the wrong questions and get the answers we're going to get an answer regardless of what we ask if we don't if we don't ask ourselves the right questions you know as such as who am i why am I here? Those were the questions I was asking because I'm like, I did, I was like, I, I used to lay in my bed and look up in the ceiling. I hated my job. And here I am invested all that money that I'm still paying my loans on and time and effort into being the best. And I used to look up in the ceiling like this cannot be life because you know how we're taught that life is go to, go to school, you know, get a good GPA, good college, um, go to a good college, get a college degree, find a good company, move up the ladder, wait for three or two or three times a year to take a vacation. You can't wait for your vacation to come. You hate Mondays. So you dread Sundays and then you retire, take vacations, and then you die. That's what was sold to us. That's what I thought was life. I literally thought that was life. We weren't taught that we all came here with unique gifts and talents that are unique to us. And we all have a calling on our lives and we all have a purpose to fulfill. And in the pursuit of that purpose, that's where you find success. Success is, is basically you waking up every day, feeling, feeling fulfilled because you're on that journey of, of, of greatness. But we were taught that success was, you know, all the external things, getting a house, a car, kids, white picket fence and, and all of those external things that is not doing anything for our soul. And one of the most successful thing is to become aware of thyself. That is so important. Know thyself, right? Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Just know, you know thyself. You know, it's interesting. Um, I remember someone saying to me um, that I was the most negative person they've ever met right and I gotta tell you I started laughing and the reason I started laughing Nadine is because positivity is my number one strength I can tell <laughs> right? yeah I can, I can literally tell. walk into a room not know anybody but I'm gonna feel comfortable because you know what I'm gonna bring some positive energy yes. and before I walk out of that room I'm gonna know at least two or three people with their name and number before I walk out of the door. See, a negative person can't walk into a room and then walk out the door with a connection, right? So as you said, knowing thyself is so important. As it turned out, the person who said I was the most negative person, that was their MO. So I've learned, you know, sometimes people speak their truth of yeah. who they are yeah. versus anybody else. But, but yeah, you gotta know who you are. Yes, yes, absolutely. It's it's all about, you know, knowing that we're all energy beings and we all have, you know, energetic signature that that is that creates our entire life because yes. the energy that we're sending out is what we're going to bring back into our realities. Right. So it's it's so important to know that. And and a lot of times I look at the younger generation, <clears throat> excuse me, and I see myself in them and I see them, you know, just like my niece who are just really trying to navigate their journey. Mm -hmm. And I feel, I feel a, a, a place in my heart where I just wanna, if I could just whisper in their ears and say, 
you are so much greater than what the media, the news media is trying to tell you. You're so much greater than what you were conditioned to believe. You're so much greater than, than what the world is trying to tell you to be. And the way that the world is running now, I don't want to get too much into it, but um, we all see where it's going. And um, unfortunately, well, I should say fortunately, because there's a lot of people who are waking up to the reality of what's going on and to the reality of knowing that they're spiritual beings having a human experience, which is a beautiful thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. So in your company, what you're doing is an amazing thing, you know, doing personal and professional development conditioning the mind because it's all started in the mind <laughs> it all starts the battle of the mind is there are our greatest enemies in the mind and until we defeat the, the enemy inside the enemy outside will always be you know at us once we conquer that enemy inside there's no enemy outside because everyone is a reflection of us so i i want you to go into a little in depth on your morning routine. I like to ask, talk to my guest about morning routine because my morning routine was what catapulted my life from being like really depressed to waking up fulfilled. You know, you know how your morning set the tone for the, for your day and, um, really set the tone for the rest of your life. So what is it that you do on a daily basis to get yourself going in the right direction? Yeah, so for me, normally what I do in the morning after, you know, getting dressed and everything, but before I walk out of the door, I actually take some time for some quiet time. Mm -hmm. And um, with prayer, meditation, um, but also do some devotional reading, mm -hmm. you know, um, just to fill my spirit with some good things. And, and a lot of times what's interesting, Nadine, many times when something is really heavy on my mind, and I'm trying to sort something out or something is bothering me or concerning me, what tends to happen is the devotional that I'm reading for that day was equipped and, is, and, and, and written just for me in that moment. Mm. And that is such a cool thing was when you can literally live in the moment and embrace the moment, but literally be able to give you something to literally nurse your body and your mind before you walk out the door. Because mm -hmm. guess what? It sets the tone for what we're about, this world that we're about to go out into, mm -hmm. right? And if we got a lot of things on our mind, which we're, it's, it's always racing, right? Then the world is going to blindside us and knock us down over and over again. But if we equip our minds with, with, with some things that's going to provide nourishment, yes. then when we go out there and we get knocked down, guess what? We can get right back up. Yes off of what we actually just got nourished on yes. or that we just got got some energy from so that's why i literally start my mornings um is 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 by taking some quiet time devotional reading um that's uplifting to my spirit yes. and everything is how i start my day i like that i really do i'm a, a big supporter of reading as well because every time we read something it's it's leaving and it's changing our internal environment and change and reconditioning our subconscious minds. And that was one of the biggest thing that I think that led to my growth is just really, I, I got consumed with all the personal development books that you could ever think of. I mean, Think and Grow Rich, Powers of the Subconscious Mind, um, 
conversation with God. I mean, just too many to name. And once I started reading them over and over again, and, and about a couple months ago, I really started getting into reading my Bible as well, but I only read like just one chapter because, you know, and not one chapter, but like one specific book that I, I like to read and reading is really like they, they have a saying that says leaders or readers, mm. because it really does change your internal signature. It changes the way it conditions your mind. And it changes the way you see the world. It sets you up for success and, yes. um, and allow you to see things differently. Because if we continue to allow ourselves to, to be, if we continue to allow our, our, our belief system to run us, the beliefs that were given to us, that we, I don't want to say given to us, but the beliefs that we created as children based on the, our observation of the world. And if we continue to allow those false beliefs, because they're all lies, if we continue to allow those beliefs to, to run our lives, then we're going to be on a hamster wheel, just keep going around in circles. And that was me, just couldn't figure out. I really didn't know who the hell I was, Eddie, yeah. because I didn't know myself outside of my degrees and I didn't know myself outside of my job and I didn't know myself outside of what was told to me. And so I went through years of really just having, uh, I, I would say, a mental war, you know, because I was still trying to attach myself to what I knew, to my job, to, to external things. You know, I was tying my worth to the degrees that I had on my wall. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't have those degrees, if I didn't have my job, if I didn't have that money in the bank, if I didn't have you know, working at that company that was considered to be prestige, prestigious, if I didn't have any of that, then who the hell am I? Mm -hmm. And that's where mm -hmm. the war, the mental war came in, because I started feeling insignificant, I started feeling um, unworthy, um, not enough, because I, we weren't taught to, to get to know who we are, to really have that relationship with ourselves. And, you know, once we are pulled away from the things that we're so accustomed to, then we're like, okay, so what do I do now? You know, and I'm sure you probably went through that, um, through that part of your life when you were, when you got let, let off or let go, or when your, your company changed direction. And now you had to look at yourself like, so what do I do now? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And, and I think we all have to I really believe that like the, the leaders, the people who are um, like, like yourself, who are really aware of self, I really believe that in order to get to that stage of your life, it's suffering is necessary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting you say it because none of us want to go through so adversity. Adversity is necessary. Let's put it that way, right? Um, many of us don't want to deal with that. And but here's the thing: none of us are exempt from it. We're gonna face it. But the cool thing about adversity is the fact that you know what? It helps build our character. It helps us to grow. Yes. And if we look at adversity from that perspective. You know, no, when I'm facing something, one of the first things I say is, what am I to learn from this? Yes. What's the lesson in this for me? Yes. Right? Because there's a lesson there. 
And now I got to figure out what that is. You know, interesting, um, you know, I mentioned the ninth grade and the why the, the whole ninth grade uh, piece is so important for me is I was this, this good athlete um, growing up. And at the time, I was that athlete that was on the top of my game. Um, man, I was quarterback of the football team, star of the basketball team, most outstanding offensive player on the, on the football team, co-captain, had broken a school record in basketball um, in the eighth grade, and I got injured. And what was interesting is this injury was such a dramatic blow that I felt like all my dreams and aspirations had been wiped away, right? But what was interesting was I got injured in basketball, but I also participated in track. I did the high jump and I just had surgery on my hand. Um, the doctor said, you cannot do the high jump because if you break and dislocate your, you break your thumb again and it's not healed, you're going to lose it. But I was so determined. And I was told that if I was going to win athlete of the year, the most prestigious award for any athlete in the school, that I was going to have to do something in track and field, meaning the high jump. And I knew that I could even jump higher than 5-3 in this track meet, mm -hmm. um, the track meets that I had participated in, yeah. and I couldn't even place. It was a horrible experience. I had no confidence um, in my abilities, in myself. I mean, I was broken. And I went home and I shared with my mother what was told to me in order for me to win this award. And my mother, she looks at me and she says, son, do you know what faith is? Mm -hmm. And she says, you know, if you believe, um, believe that you can and you have faith, you can do anything. But she hit me. I like to call it the whammy, right? She hit me with the whammy. And the whammy was, this is your test. Mm -hmm. And she said, let me put it to you this way. You're in the ninth grade right now. And you've done a lot of preparations to get to this place in this point. She said, now, take this experience that you're dealing with. And let's say, for example, you don't pass this test. And this test, by failing it, is going to cause you to go back to the seventh grade and start over again. She said, the situation that you're in right now, just like situations in life, are going to be just like taking that test. Mm. Do you want to have to start this process over? Mm. You've been preparing and preparing, but now the test is in front of you. It seems hard, just like most tests that we take, right, when, when it comes to education. But now you got a, a, a test of life in front of you. And it's going to be hard, but you've been preparing for it. Mm. So, you know, we got to look at those adversities as these are tests yes. that we've already been preparing for. So, you know, I had to pass that test. And that test was I had to believe in my ability that I could, but I also had to have my faith to believe that I can overcome the odds. And guess what? I did. Interesting enough, interesting enough. I didn't realize that what I was facing and what I was dealing with in the ninth grade, it had to happen to prepare me mm. for what I was going to experience 17 years later mm. 
when I faced the biggest challenge of my life when my three-year-old son, Kendall, was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor. See, I had to, that foundation started in the ninth grade. So all those years, I didn't realize, guess what? Those were stepping stones to prepare me for the test that I was going to face. Wow. Right? Yeah. So being able to connect those things in my life was critical. And it's the same way with all of us. There's a connecting thing with everything that we do. We just have to be willing to take the time to connect the dots. Mm. And when we connect the dots of the things that have happened in our life, what will happen is we'll see a picture of ourselves in high definition in such a way that we've never seen it before. Wow, I'm like speechless over here. I just love everything you just shared, starting with your mom. What an amazing mom you have. Yes, Ooh. I do. Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so she was able to, she's a woman of wisdom to, you know, to throw some wisdom at you and, and at, you know, in the ninth grade so to have him to be able to believe in yourself. You're a kid back then. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. I like that. So she, she groomed you into being this powerful being right now that I'm talking to with confidence and, and boldness. I love that. And recently I find myself connecting the dots and mm. because I'm going through a transition or a period right at this moment. And I said, I, I realized some things that I thought I had not, not say conquered, but um, I thought I had passed the test mm. and I noticed that it's coming back and I'm like, Oh, hells no, <laughs> I'm not going back through that again. And then I, a voice said, um, I was in my bathroom one night and a voice said, you need to connect the dots, not in that sense, but um, basically take a look at my inner child or my inner children. We all have inner children wounds, inner child wounds. Mm -hmm. And I started going back and I'm like, oh my gosh. So that's why I, I need to stop attaching my worth to external things. I need mm -hmm. to stop attaching my worth to what I have or don't have because, mm -hmm. because it's not even comparable. You know, we're, we're so freaking amazing and awesome and powerful that there's nothing to compare to, to how awesome we are. And I really started conditioning my mind and, and really work on my inner, been working on my inner child or my inner children to really make sure that I get it because things happen in our life. And sometimes we look at it as being traumatic. And sometimes we look at it as being, you know, as a bad thing, but it's really to prepare us. Like what happened with you in your ninth grade year, you know, it's really to prepare us to what our soul came here to do. Yes. Because we can't get to what our soul came and our soul came here for expansion our soul came here for, for a huge purpose to walk into our purpose and, and step into the highest vibrational aspect of ourselves. And it, we cannot get there unless we go through adversity. Yeah. We, it's, 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 it's adversity is adverse. And, and you're the expert of adversity. You wrote a book on this. I believe that adversity is really the ingredient in us looking at ourselves and going through the, 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 the necessary test, passing those tests 
And in passing those tests, we're getting polished and we're getting groomed and we're getting prepared for the next role for, for our calling because we didn't come here to, to um, we, we just, we, we came here for bigger than, than what the eyes meet. So I like how you, you put that into perspective, describing your ninth year, ninth grade year and how your mom said to believe in yourself and, and comparing it to a life's test because the life is a test. Right. That's right. That's right. That's right. You know, it's interesting. You mentioned um, making those uh, connections and being able to see see life for what it is. Right. I remember. So I'm a man of faith. I mean, wrote a book called Passing the Test of Faith. So nice. <laughs> I got to be a man of faith. I, well, I am a man of faith. Right. But here's something interesting that a lot of us miss. And this is when life really, 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 really became real clear to me, okay, about adversity. I was doing a, what's called a spiritual gift assessment, okay? Mm -hmm. This is a survey that allows you the opportunity to tap into uh, what your spiritual gift is. Mm -hmm. All of us have these gifts, but many of times, many of us don't know what they are. We're just going through life. So I take this, this survey, and it's a long questionnaire. And what was interesting was there, the maximum points that you can get on any um, particular area was 15 points. And we have what's called a primary and a secondary gift, okay? So your primary is gonna be the one you get the most points on, secondary be the second. I had a very unique experience. My experience was there was one item I got a 15. And then there was three items. I got a 14. And I'm like, that's really weird. So I'm going to give this to you. This is interesting. This is how I literally, at this point, life made all the sense in the world of me. This is almost 10 years. Actually, um, coming up, it'd be 10 years that this happened. So the three things I got a, a 14 on was, was mercy. Basically, being in a position as to where I can literally uh, connect with people and kind of feel the feel what they're feeling as far as you know their pain and suffering and that kind of, I can make that connection. Yes. Exhortation, that ability to lift other people up, right? That makes sense. That's that's me. That's me. Yes, yes. And then the other one was was long suffering, being able to persevere and endure, right, mm -hmm. through through hardships and things of that nature. And I was like, it was so interesting because when I got that, I was like, ooh, I don't, I don't like that, man. I, I mean, I got to go through something or deal with something. Yeah. But Nadine, here was the thing that was interesting. The one that I got the 15 on was faith. Mm. And all of a sudden, life hit me. And everything just lit up. And it said, Eddie, this is why your life has been riddled with adversity after adversity after adversity is because you was equipped for this. You were supposed it's to build your gift. Wow. So you were supposed I, to build your faith in that process. Yes. And wow. I was like, whoa. So at that point, that's when I said, you know what? I have literally no reason to complain when I'm going through something. Mm. Because see, I got what I personally feel is the greatest gift of all, which is that is which is faith, right? Yes. We all have faith, but my level of faith is a little bit different than most than others. Yes. Okay, 
everybody's level is not the same, but I know where mine is. And I was like, hold up, my faith is strong enough that if I'm going through something, what I'm going through is not going to overwhelm me and break me down yeah. and cause me to give up, yeah. cause me to fall out all over the floor. Like, oh, why is this happening to me? It's not going to happen. Yeah. So if that's the case, I was like, man, I might as well just live in this and just know that, you know what? This is what I was equipped to. People, we're all under a microscope in everything that we do in life. And people are always watching. And that's what I found out is people was watching me. Yeah. People were watching me when I was when I was going through that biggest challenge of my life with my son. And they was watching. I didn't know this, but they was watching and started to ask those questions. Hey, where did you get faith to trust God with something so big? I don't think I could have done that. Yeah. And that caused me back then. I was in 2003, 2004, that caused me to start connecting those dots. And that's why I ended up in the ninth grade, right? Mm, yeah. And I was like, wow. But my point is, is that adversity literally are literally stepping stones to, they're stepping stones to our greatness. Let's yes. just put it that way. Yes, yes. I love how you, you broke this down just now into having faith because a lot of us suffer because we ask for things and then we don't have the faith that we're going to receive it. And that was me. Um, and I'm sure a lot of our, you know, our listeners can relate to that as well. We, we ask for something, we ask God to change our situation. And I was desperate for my situation to be changed. And, but then I would ask, and then I wouldn't believe I would, you know, I wouldn't 100% believe that, that it is changing in divine time and in divine time. And then I would go back to worrying and try to figure out what to do next. And I, I just went through, through, through a, a years of, um, suffering. And, and I think that's what led to my faith. I'm still building on my faith. I'm still yeah. building on it to really get to a point where I can just relax, which I'm there, but not quite. And, and just say, you take the wheel, God. I know the universe got my back. I know everything is working out for my highest good. I know love is the only thing that's real and everything else is an illusion. I know that, you know, I am well taken care of and I get it and I understand it, but I'm trying to really get it in my soul, if you know what I mean. And it takes faith. Yeah. It yeah. takes faith to really let go. And as they say, let go and let God. And yeah. a lot of people, including myself back then, you really can't, you were like, okay, so I'm having faith in God, but where is he? Who is he? What is it? You know, can't mm -hmm. see it. Can't. And then you learn that God is everywhere and in, in everything and everyone. So my, my seven-year-old son asked me the other day, and I hope I'm not going to offend anyone by saying this. He said, mom, what does God look like? And I said, go mm -hmm. take a look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I told him. I said, God mm -hmm. is living, is a spiritual being. God, God is, is a spirit inside of you, having a human experience in you right now. And he looks at me and he's like, you know, he's trying to really understand. He asked me the most um, just important question, because that's an important question. What does God look like? And yeah. I say, go take a look in the mirror. God lives in all of us. And, you know, when, when you, when we really have that faith in knowing that everything is working out for our highest good, I mean, everything, the adversity that we go through, the, the, you know, the, everything, the, 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 the house that we, we, we lost the husband and wife that walked away, the job that, that laid us off, 
is to set us up. Is if your job didn't lay you off, you probably would still be there. I would. <laughs> I would. It'll be 20. I'll be selling. Matter of fact, I'll be celebrating my 25 year anniversary Look at that. <laughs> in April coming up. <laughs> Look at that. So sometimes, you know, it's it's important to I welcome adversity now because I know that I'm going to be OK. So yeah. sometimes adversity it needs to happen. Even with this, this COVID, a lot of people getting laid off from getting, you know, because they're not taking, you know, you know, you know what, and they get let go. It's a good thing. It really is a good thing for people to take a look and say, okay, so Lord, I done gave 20 years to this job and they let me go just like that. So what's next and start asking those tough questions and that's where you get the answers and, and really get into the awareness of who you are and start taking actions from then. So adversity is necessary. It's necessary for us to meet the other, the other side of ourselves, the other part of ourselves, because us, us humans walk around identifying with our egos, thinking that we are the egos and not realizing that we, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. The ego is just a, a personality that we acquired, you know, based on the belief systems that we're holding on to. And then we're attaching ourselves to that ego, identifying with that ego, thinking that we're the egos and not realize that we're so much deeper than that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's so important for people like yourself to spread this information about, listen, you're more than what the eyes need. You're more than your college degree. You're more than that your diploma is on the wall. You're more than your house. You're more than your car. You're more than what your parents are telling you because they're only teaching you what they know and they're doing their best. Yes. You know, they're teaching yes. you what, what they know. So you're more than, you're more than that. You you, you came here to shake things up and you came here to walk in purpose and you came here to be all that you were created to be. So, you know, I admire, I just, I admire um, people like yourself who are brave enough to, to not, you know, to ask themselves that the tough questions and walk in purpose because walking in purpose is, is so fulfilling, but the journey to it can be challenging. And that's why not everyone is doing it, but I rather, I rather, I rather go through adversity knowing that it's taken me exactly where I want to go than be comfortable in a life that I'm not fulfilled in. Yeah. 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 I like that. I like that. You know, um, you know, I was talking about success earlier and how, you know, we're all looking for that, right? Well, purpose is that thing that helps us to operate in continued success. We've already reached the success level. How do we go from this? We're stuck, right? Here's the thing. We're stuck right in the middle of the success that we've created. Or that others have created for us, right? So how do we go beyond that? Because right now I'm just stuck. I don't know what to do. I'm just stuck. But you know what? When you tap in and you tap into your who you are, your uniqueness, th those great things that attributes that you have to offer, and you tap in, you realize what your purpose is through those things. Then you start to move into the corridor, into the hallway of continued success. And that's the great thing about purpose is that it allows us to go to that next level that we never thought that we could go to. 
right? Yeah. I mean, I, I can share some testimonials about some folks that have gone like through my program who have literally, when I say, I mean, my program is called the Next Level Success Program, yeah. right? But literally have gone to a totally different level in their life because they have tapped in to who they are and what they was created for, for the benefit of others. That's yes. the other key to the whole purpose piece. Because it's not about us. Purpose is not about, no. about me, but it's about you. It's about your listeners. It's yes. about your niece. It's about yes. my neighbor. It's about somebody else yes. who can utilize something that I have to offer. Yes, it's about service to others in whatever That's capacity right. that we're called. So tell us about, tell us a little bit about your program and um, what you're offering and what it entails and how our listeners can connect with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the program that I have is called the Next Level Success Program. And it's a six-week um, program. So we meet six, six weeks straight for hour and a half to two hours. I mean, this is how detailed it is. It's a lot of fun, right? But in this program, we go through roughly about 14 to 18 different exercises and assessments. And what's interesting is we go through all of this. We put it, everything gets put on one piece of paper at some point, right? That's provided for you. And in the midst of that are common themes that connect you to who you are. And you can all of a sudden start to see yourself, right? And from that, we're able to extrapolate what your purpose is. And you're able to walk away with something that's tangible for you to go and live by. Yeah. So that's what the, per, um, the program that I have um, is. But the best way to reach me, um, Nadine, for your listeners is, is by going to my website, which is eddieljohnson.com. That's eddieljohnson.com. And on there, you can find more about um, my purpose program. As a matter of fact, um, I also offer a free intro to purpose um, program as well. They can register for that. But um, I tell you what, man, I am so excited about how God has blessed me to be able to mm -hmm. see things through a different lens than what I was seeing before. Yes. And because of that, there are some things that I know that he has, has placed in me and has gifted me with to create, such as writing a book. That's another whole story. I had no idea what I was doing, right? But sure God, God, God wrote it through you. Yeah. That's right. And, and I'll tell people that all the time. It wasn't me in this. It was basically... He got me at a place of either you going to listen to what I'm trying to tell you to do and do it, or you can go right on out there in this world and do what everybody's telling you to do. And I literally had to humble myself mm -hmm. and literally had to come to a place of submission of just being obedient and just writing. Mm -hmm. And that's all I had to do is just write. Didn't know what I was doing. That's another story, right? But even with the program, you know, putting the program together. There's a lot of great programs out there, but man, I spent about five, six months just researching and, and putting things together to be able to come up with this program that connects with people so that when they're done, it's no second guessing. We don't put it back into a drawer. Yeah. See, that's the thing that most of us do when we go and take programs. We go take a program, we feel excited, we're all energetic, and what do we do? 
we go home, we put it on the desk, and then eventually it goes into a drawer. We don't put it in a drawer. We go and live it. Yes. And that's what I love about it. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. That That's amazing. Just, you know, having a program to help, you, you know, each other humanity to tap into that part of them that they didn't know existed. And I believe that once you tap into that, there's no turning back. Once you get a feel of who you are and the purpose and the reason why you're here, you, there's, there is no way you can go back to, to your old life. It's just, it's not, cause you don't even see things the same way. You yes. don't, you don't, you just, you don't see yourself the same way. You're a brand new person. And then you become, you know, then you, you get on this mission to help others to see the same. And I see mm -hmm. that's what you're doing and you're doing such an amazing job. And how Thank can you. you're most welcome? How can people find your book? Yeah, uh, actually. Yeah. So it's actually on Amazon. You can go to Amazon. You can, uh, the title of the book is called passing the test of faith or by going to my website at Eddie L. Johnson, you can actually go there and there's a, uh, you can actually, there's a link there that's provided for you to purchase the book there and everything. But I'm really excited for your listeners. I'm excited for you um, as well. I can tell that you're doing some great and amazing things yourself. And um, I can't wait to see what's next for you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm sure we're going to stay connected. Yes. Um, yes, definitely. And, and helped our brothers and sisters, we're all one, you know, law of divine right. oneness, we're all one, to rise above, to walk in purpose, to realize and recognize that, you know, we're more than what the eyes meet, there's a soul inside of all of us that came here to evolve and to expand, and it is our responsibility to, to, to obey and to walk in the direction of love. Yeah. So I want to thank you so much for accepting um, my invite coming on Universal Grace podcast. I'm sure that our listeners were able to take back a lot of, you know, valuable information and valuable tips that they can use today to ask themselves that quest, the, the tough questions and realize and recognize that if, if they're going through adversities, like we all do, that it is for a bigger reason and a bigger purpose. So thank you so much for being here, Eddie. Um, like I mentioned earlier that I have a YouTube channel that's growing and I really believe that I, I am called to um, have weekly lives. I feel like it's Sundays and you know, to really sit down and talk about things that are going to help humanity to, to evolve. So if I, if I were to ask you, would you, would you mind coming to be, be my guest. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. I love having conversations as we were talking about earlier, you know, so yes. 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 Awesome. Well, thank you. So thank you so much for being here, Eddie. <clears throat> it was an amazing conversation and, you know, I, I felt good in your, in your presence and your energy, your energy is really positive and that's what we need in the world, more positivity and more love. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Universal Grace Podcast and being part of this amazing community. I consider each episode part of a lifelong conversation of you and I hanging out and helping each other rise to the top. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. So I'll see you on the next episode. But in the meantime, remember to head on over to universalgracepodcast.com and get some extra special resources 
that you won't find anywhere else. Thanks for listening and let love guide you.